1: Welcome to the Cultivating Success Podcast. Jeff Sofer and Jonathan Wolfson are brothers and business partners of the top landscaping company, Nature's Experts. Nature's Experts is home to six companies that cater to all your outdoor needs. To learn more about Jeff and Jonathan, simply visit us at www.naturesexperts.com. On the podcast, Jeff and Jonathan bring together other business owners and entrepreneurs to share with you how they developed a prosperous company and how you can too. You will gain insights and meaningful advice on creating the building blocks to success and longevity in the entrepreneurial realm. And now, here are your hosts, Jeff Sofer and Jonathan Wolfson.
2: Welcome, Sharon, to the Cultivating Success Podcast. We're excited to have you here today. We got to know you a little bit before we started here. Excited to hear about your story of how you've really kind of started in one direction and you've taken it another in the attorney field that I think is typically pretty structured and a kind of a linear path that people take yeah. and you've really kind of forged a new frontier. I think that could really help people listening who are interested in being an attorney also of, you know, other different forms and fashion. You can take the business. So welcome. Hi, Sharon.
0: Hey guys.
2: So Sharon, please tell us a little bit about yourself and, uh, and your business.
0: So my name is Sharon. I am, I call myself the inspired attorney And really what I do and who I help are those who are in a position where they are ready to make a change, but they don't necessarily know what they want to do. And my vision and mission is to change the way that we practice law so that we can practice from a place of passion and joy, because when you're doing what you love, that transfers on to the people you serve and it just continues to spread. And that's one thing that you forget in law school a little bit. And that's one thing that business really teaches us is that it's about the people, like who your ideal client is, who you like to help, because ultimately any business or any transaction or any, anything really is about people. So it's about helping them.
2: So I think that kind of brings into the first question that I want to ask you is that, you know, as an attorney, you know, you have to pick a field. So I think first, you know, when you, you graduated when and how long have you actually been practicing law?
0: I graduated law school in 2011. And my initial vision when practicing law for practicing law was to help German American clients, you know, I kind of grew up with this idea that education was going to be my ticket to freedom. So I had two bachelor's degrees, I got a law degree, and then decided I wanted to get my MBA. So like, in law school, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And the idea kind of was was planted that I could help German American clients cuz that's where I'm from originally and I always wanted the MBA so I decided what better way to help these clients is to go to Germany get my MBA and start start law out there um didn't really work out the way I thought it would work out um Most but don't yeah. But you know, the beautiful thing is, is that when you're able to reflect and see the lessons that you learned, you're able to help others. You know, I went through everything that I went through to get me to where I am now so that I can help people who are in a position um, where they're maybe feeling lost. And and I'm also in a position where I really know my superpowers and I know how sure. I can
1: help. I'm feeling lost in the sense that I still don't understand what an inspired attorney, why you call yourself the inspired attorney. I don't understand what that means. I don't get it what do you exactly do? So I'm an attorney and I practice real estate law, right? How are you helping me? Or what if I'm happy with what I'm doing, but i am sort of like a one-dimensional sort of person. What, what do you do with that?
0: What do you mean by one-dimensional sort of person?
1: Uh, like you can tell if someone has depth to them about uh, work with their clients, in their job, if they really care about the clients, they're working best for the client, or if they're just there to make money for themselves with, they're just going through the motions of life. I have a partner, I have children, I, you know, run two miles a day. I just, you know, that sort of thing. So I feel like just hearing inspired in front of anything, it's almost like you want someone to be like, almost like zapped with a lightning bolt or something. You know what I mean? To like, wake up. Is that what you mean? Or I think the better.
2: Do you the, see it that way, John? Not specifically, no. Sorry. I think the better question is you know, you're the inspired attorney. So, the inspired attorney, what does the right, what does your client look like actually?
0: So, my ideal client is someone who is in a place where they're in a place of flux, right? They're in a place of transition where they want to make changes, yet they don't know what changes to make. And they're oh. kind of in that place where they're exploring. Um, it's really where I was several years ago where they're exploring how to make the changes, but I want to avoid them having to go through a 10 plus year long journey of figuring out what their superpowers are, give them the tools to be able to do it in way shorter of the time.
1: What are your superpowers? What do you mean by superpowers? What do you mean?
0: So I love, I love to play, you know, so I think that life is supposed to be fun Uh and, so I'm kind of a playful person and superpowers are your strengths, but saying they're your strengths, is not really as fun as saying they're your superpowers. Got it. So some of my superpowers are, or one of my biggest superpowers is where someone tells me they have a problem. I only see opportunity.
1: I mean, you come up with solutions.
0: Yeah. I'm really great with coming up with creative solutions. I have very great empathy, can understand what people are going through. Why
1: is that so important?
0: why empathy is important
1: <laughs> yeah you were looking at me just look to you why is empathy he, so important he's
2: only he's only saying that just so you know is because i'm definitely lacking in the empathy category
0: oh okay not one of my well, I, mean, I
2: could maybe use the inspired attorney thing possibly you know
0: well i mean i think that like this is the perfect it's like a moment to say that like my ideal client doesn't have to be your ideal client you know they're could be people out there that you don't need to have empathy for right you know Mm -hmm. we all have our strengths and Mm -hmm. maybe um you know one is more empathetic than the other and that's okay Mm -hmm. you can balance each other out but i Mm -hmm. think that in what i do empathy is important because i can put myself in their position so that means i can see the world through their eyes right and so that i can see maybe what they're not seeing i can understand what they're going through Right. and that cuz i can understand what they're going through i feel like i can help them that
1: much more i think that's a great description that's what really what that's what empathy is actually that's yeah. what, it, it, what it what it gives you it actually gives you that superpower if you can yeah. actually be really truly empathetic you go into someone's shoes as them not you yeah. a lot of people say oh i'll step into your shoes but they're still stepping into your shoes as themselves so they're not really being empathetic they need to step into your shoes as you, you know what I mean? Well, I think that's really what relates back to
2: the type of attorney that she wants to be. Is to be inspired means that you need really one of the main key things to be able to inspire people is you have to have strength, but you also
1: have to have empathy to help support somebody wherever they're at specifically. I, listen, I'm in sales. You know, we run these businesses, but I'm in business development and sales. And I think empathy helps me relate to coming up with solutions for people because you put yourself in their shoes to understand what their problems are, what their solution should be. So you try to put yourself as being them, you know, if yeah. something's important to them that you don't really see it. Like you think to yourself, why is that so important to them? That wouldn't be something important to me, but if you try to see it as them, then you can come up with a really good solution that would work for them.
0: Yeah. One thousand, one th- and another, another portion of it, you know, when it comes to the sales aspect, like this is, once I get to another stage where someone where we're no longer in like that, discovery phase and we're in a phase where I can work as a strategic partner. Um, one of the things is if I know who your ideal client is, I can help you target them that much better because like I can help you come up with creative solutions because I understand when like I can put myself in the shoes of what that client wants to see or what that referral partner wants to see. And, you know, a lot of the times like attorneys or even like when you work with ad agencies, some people like just get these canned like responses where they do the same thing with everybody else. And like, it really doesn't serve anybody that makes
2: any sense. So you really help, you know, so do you actually practice law particularly still, or do you also just consult with it? Because I think that, you know um, part of where I'm, I guess I'm understanding now too, is that you really help consult with attorneys to help them find the right types of people to be able to find the right types of solutions for
1: their, their right types of customers
0: i sure. So how so do you that get are, clients
1: though? How do you get the clients?
0: Mainly through the referrals. You know, uh, a lot of the thing is like when people think, you know, social media and stuff like that. Social media is a it's a long development period of developing a relationship with people, you know, through the different types of content that I put out there. But most of my clients, I mean 90% of the clients that I've worked with and I work with come through referrals. And oh. that's also how attorneys work. Most attorneys yeah, I'm just so
1: fascinated with like, so you derive a fee from an attorney to inspire them. That's what your sales pitch is. I mean, everybody has a sort of pitch. What's your pitch?
0: My pitch is that, do you want to continue doing the same shit every day? Or do you want to live a life that you love and do what you love? If Answer so, the
1: question, Jeff. Answer I the question. 100% want to live a life that I love and do what I love. So, how much would you pay for it? How much do you charge? <laughs> <laughs> you want to say right here, huh, Sharon? My,
0: my fees are ever evolving. You
1: know? What do you as mean? A, as you assess a, each individual client and decide. No, but
0: as my business grows, my you fees. You could be goes,
1: a lot of work, Jeff. You might need to charge more. Yeah, as your business grows, your fees go up.
0: Yeah. And also I like to try and come up with creative solutions for my clients as well, like to make things work for them.
1: But would someone say so, that you're that you're just a therapist then without a degree of being a therapist?
0: Well, someone could say that most attorneys are therapists, you'd know, have a good reason in of That's therapist.
1: What, so it's to help
2: an attorney though, you need to be an attorney because they're also looking for practical advice that we gonna put to legally in their position to legally be able to consult people. So like, it's a fine line between opinions and facts. It's a fine line between what you should do and can't do. It's a fine, like there's a lot of fine lines in in attorneysville. I get that, in attorney land.
0: With With attorneys, it's just like, I'm in the best position to help attorneys because I am an attorney. I know what it's like. I know the mentality. I know we've been through the same things and I understand the dances that we have to dance. And I just think that, We as lawyers, one, get a bad rap because a lot of the time, like the legal industry is the way it is. And they're just, we have so much to offer as attorneys and we don't have to be miserable.
2: So that that makes me think, so like, all right, I'd like to do like a little exercise here with you while you're here, okay? So we'll use Jeff as the guinea pig, okay? Because you just never know what this this guy's going to say. So um, what would be like the first, like so you know jeff has hired you right and you know jeff is i'm her. an attorney you're saying yeah you're That's an attorney right. he's a very vocal individual has lots of opinions is slightly high strung sometimes and you know does what he wants to do when he wants to so do it so litigation? To speak. <laughs> litigation yeah i was just going to say yeah. I'm a
1: litigator
0: I you in the courtroom doing the dance
2: She's already on it so far. So what would be like the first thing that you would do with somebody like this to really better understand your client? Because I feel like this exercise would help people understand how you really can help them because there has to be like that first, like with our business coach that we have, his first step really is for us to take a DISC assessment. So you take a DISC assessment, really kind of understand where your cues start from And then after you get to know somebody, you kind of confirm or deny, are they closer to this than this? Are they like this? Are they like that? Is that true? Or is it false? So on and so forth. So that's where our business coach starts. So where do you start?
0: I start with your new client, Jeff. I start with an assessment tool. It's called the Inspired Attorney Assessment. And it pulls in elements of the disc. But basically, this assessment tool is a Kickstarter to the superpower superhero analysis that I call it. It tells you, it gives you an idea of what your thought values are, how you want a business, how you make decisions, the size of your comfort zone, um, what size business is right for you. It just perfectly encapsulates you in just so many different areas. And it's focused on business, but so much of business is combined with the personal. And so that's really the first place that we said.
2: So that definitely makes good sense, actually. so what would like what would be some of the entry questions that you would ask Jeff that he would answer? Because it does make sense, obviously, the type of business that you want to create does have to align with the type of person that you are and actually understanding if those are reasonable or not based upon your personality, based upon the company that you've developed for x amount of years, like you know your trajectory, would you say you sometimes have to reel people in or you have to open up their mind a little bit more sometimes?
0: Yeah. Because, you know, I think this is just with us in general, like we'll come to someone and think that like, this is something that we want to work on, or this is something that we want to do, but really it's something else. So the assessment tool, what I love about it is it just gives us an, a moment to really have, not only that it gives me a better understanding of you without having us having to spend hours together of getting to know one another. And I could see, you know, the science behind it, but two it gives you something tangible to look at and reflect on. And we as humans also change and grow. And so maybe a year from now, you can take this again and see what happens. Most how of it.
1: us, that's the hope. What's your conversion rate? Like the amount of people that you try to inspire and that you try to inspire to at least move forward with you know, your services, what's your conversion rate? And the reason I'm asking um, is because I think it's like, hard to convince a lot of people and I think it's hard to convince a lot of people who really aren't happy and they say, yeah, I'm not happy. I am going through the motions, so on and so forth. But I don't think most people or a good, a good amount of people don't think that they like really even have the tool. Like they're like, feel like they're in quicksand and they just can't get out. I'm pretty sure someone you agree
2: with that or no, someone in her position, it's more like that she has to be known but then when you're ready you come to her it's not yeah, really, that's exactly it's, not really it a, it's not really a salesman kind of thing yeah. i mean i'm sure there's one in 10 people that you could so let me rephrase them. the
1: question then of the people that you talk to to try to you know go for your services how many of them do it you know pretty much right away from that consultation and how many of them you know do like what John is saying
0: so if we get to the con- consultation it's a really high rate but you know like you get a lot of the, you know, where they get referred and then they're just not ready to have a conversation. But when they're ready to have the conversation, then most of the time they hire me.
1: Right. Okay.
0: But it's just like, we are, we're interesting beings. Um, Attorneys
1: attorneys. or people are humans.
0: (laughs) Well, humans, (laughs) but also attorneys because, you know, Humans that
1: are attorneys.
0: (laughs) When you're in a place where you're ready to make changes and if the pain is enough that like you're ready to stop suffering and hire someone, then you're going to do it. Otherwise, you're just going to continue with the same stuff from beforehand. I wish I had the tools that I have that I'm helping people with now so many years ago because it would have saved me so much time. And
2: listen, a lot of the concepts of what you're doing are really related towards like personal development and just having a real understanding of people. And I think that you you have to, you're particularly set the stage to be somebody who can get into a certain market that's very difficult to convince because you can't, like, you know, each market has its own particular struggles and trials and tribulations. You know, for us, we're in the landscaping industry where we do very large installations, very high end installations, and you can't do that unless you have a track record of doing it. Yeah. So for attorneys, I feel like that might even be a higher threshold because they really don't have anything to say from anyone giving them advice, who's not an attorney because they went to school for this many years. They know exactly about their practice and it's not really what their practice is broken. It's that their, their way of looking at their business is broken.
0: It's also the fear of change, you know, like of being unhappy, but like, what do I, what happens if I change? Mm. Like, you know, could it get worse? or could I get better? Or Do I just stay the same? There's a lot of fear there with anything, mm-hmm. but you know, sometimes well, we just don't have the tools because I think that we've been grown up and taught that we're supposed to pick one thing and do that for the rest of our lives.
1: Well, fear is something that most people suffer from, I think, and it prevents them Everyone. from doing a lot of things. Everyone. Yeah. I agree with that completely. People just don't do things because of it. It's a shame, but the truth is, happiness is usually on the other side of fear. And if it's not happiness, it would just be peace would be on the other side of fear Because what's really the worst thing that can happen. If you face certain things, what's going to really, uh, the worst thing that's going to happen. If you change certain things, people are just afraid of feeling a lot of things. So they don't know what to do with those feelings. So they just stay afraid.
0: Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, is life is in contrast, you know, just like you have to breathe in, you breathe out and, It's just fear is a natural part of life and failure of fear is also a natural part of life, but we have to be willing to embrace it if we want to get to that next step.
2: I think that's a really interesting point that you bring up because it's actually about just knowing where you're at actually, and then knowing where you want to go and then actually really setting um, you know, realistic, but big expectations for yourself because you need to make sure you have big expectations for yourself. You can accomplish big things if that's what you want to do, and then you can fall somewhere below that. So, Jeff, if you used to want to get in Jeff's house, not always, not anymore, right, Jeff? Not but if you used to want to get not anymore, <laughs> so just so everyone knows,
1: his um, alarm code was okay. First of all, I think this is awesome that you're one,
0: one, one, one.
1: No, 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 no. You're talking you're about, way off. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. you're way too you're way off. Yeah. So you're talking about the pin code at the bank. That no, I JWMB. Right. But that was originally like when I was like 20. I'm now
0: 53.
1: 21. <laughs> I'm now 53. Wow, you and look So great, yeah. what happened was, uh, I'll tell I'll tell it really quick. I think it's great John brought this up because I think it's it's interesting. Maybe someone can learn something from this. So when I was like 20... You know, the uh, there was a bank in South Florida called Barnett Bank. It's no longer here. It was like sucked up by Wachovia. Wachovia was then sucked up by Wells Fargo. And there was a woman and she said, you know, they have a little pin code thing. And she said, you need a four-digit pin code so you could access and, you know, take out money and whatever. And so she says, what's your four-digit pin code? So more people, most people put their date of their year of their, you know, birthday, or most people put their last four digits of social security number, whatever they do. So mine... Didn't even have to think about it. I like just put JWMB. By the way, any of you listening, you can't use it anymore. I don't you know. You, I don't have a pin code anymore. Six digits. All right. So it's it's JWMB, and then there's two more two more of the letters or characters or digits. So you got to guess those. Uh, but it's JWMB, and it's it was uh, Jeff will make billions. Love it. And so I haven't yet, but it's inspired me to use your word. Uh, I've always been so inspired and that's just something with money and success to try to inspire me to, you know, if you can't do that, how, how far can you go being that you're setting something at such a certain point? And so I'm just like that type of a person.
2: That's why I thought it was interesting to bring it up because it's like, you know, with helping people, which is what you do, but you're specifically helping attorneys is that you have to really be able to figure out what you can do to help them. And to really help somebody, you have to like, some people will just say, oh, I want to make a lot of money or, oh, I want to do this or, oh, I want to do that. And, you know, you have to really understand what is in the fabric of the person so you can set a large enough goal that if they don't hit the goal, but they land below that, that they're still happy, but that they reach high enough to where they push themselves to really be the best person they can to where if they don't make the money, but they have the experiences, so on and so forth. Yeah. That's something I think where I think you really, I can see how you kind of bring that out with people and how it really can be beneficial for attorneys specifically, because that's how you help to really kind of dial in what their, what their mission is, because I think your mission as an attorney in the beginning, if I had to guess, it is really, it is quote transactional. It's to help people, right? Because you go into an attorney to be helped to be of service, but then at a certain point it becomes transactional. So when you get into the transactional phase, how do you get out of it, but yet still have big goals and big dreams, you know?
0: I think this is really just all a journey of us getting to know ourselves, right? And through us getting (laughs) to know ourselves, we can help others. Because that is like, and this is, I mean, very esoteric, but a lot of what I do is personal development. We come into this world alone and we leave this world alone.
1: A lot of what you do is personal development. You just said, right. It's hard to, yes. to hear you. Yeah.
0: Yes. A lot of what I do is personal development. So we have to be able to have an understanding of what's going on within so that we, cause what goes on within is also reflected on the outside. And then from there we can see how we can help others through the powers that we have.
1: I believe wholeheartedly in what you're saying. I think that, uh, You really do have to know who you are and understand your past and, you know, everything that you've gone through and everything so that you really do know, not only, I mean, like if you want to affect other people in a positive manner, then, and the best way that you can, I feel like if you understand yourself, then it gives you that superpower to sort of really try to understand other people and put yourself in their shoes as them. And, you know, whether your intention is to sell them stuff, whether your intention is to help them mentally, whether your intention is to just get along and make friends, whether your intention is to find a partner, whether you're, you know, whatever your intention is, it's like, we're all humans on this earth. So we all occupy it. So the better that you can understand and get along with people to me, like that's the key.
0: Yeah. And understanding yourself also includes like a lot of the time we get frustrated said that. when we get frustrated with other people. A lot of the times it's like frustrations, like it's not really about them. It's about something that's going on within us. So it's really good for us to understand like, and when it comes to like discovering superpowers, I think sometimes we don't give ourselves permission to own our dreams and we don't give ourselves permission to own our own superpowers. I know I did it for a very long time because I thought, you know, the things that I love to do just didn't match the law, you know, in terms of what I'm doing with the inspired attorney. I thought that I had to be an attorney. I thought that I couldn't um, you know, help people in the way that I'm helping and work on a strategic, from a strategic level.
2: I think that you're definitely onto something because I think that a lot of people don't really complete the loop and it's, you know, your future can look a lot more bright, the more clear it is. Yeah. But if you have a whole bunch of clouds in front of the sun, you can't really see, you know, what's over the horizon, you know? Yeah, yeah, right. I
0: love that analogy.
2: Listen, I love the ocean. So what pops in my head was literally the ocean with clouds in front of it. I know it. That's amazing. Well, no, but like I've definitely gone through a lot of this myself too of you know, where I want me and Jeff to go. I have one very good specific idea of how we actually can get there. I don't don't know if that'll be the way that we
1: with business you're talking about.
2: Correct. Yeah, which is with with our with our business and what we're looking to do. And you have to be really like, I have a really good plan. It's subject to change. It's subject to my best efforts. It's subject to a lot of different things, but I have a real grasp on what a reality actually is to reach it. It's not just like, oh, I'm going to, you know, do this, 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 this. (laughs) And I, you know, I want to have a thousand attorneys working for me. Well, you got to get 10. How do you make it 20? Then how do you make 20, 40? And how do you make 40, you know? And how many of
1: them are inspired? Come on. (laughs)
0: But also like reflecting on what you did right and what you can learn from moving forward and always just doing that dance. Because I think sometimes when you don't hit targets, you can get down on yourself, but then it's just like, what did I learn from not making the targets? Like, what do I not have to do and how can I pivot and how can I, how can I update and what, what am I doing right?
1: Unless you're just dealing with numbers You know what I mean? Or you're dealing with something that's behind the scenes. You're not dealing with people and you're not dealing with a business partner and you're not dealing with people that you really have to connect with to really move forward. You really do have to really understand to have, it's not people skills. It's really like a human touch. You really do have to have that. And if you don't really get that, it's not impossible to... I think, fulfill your dreams or where you want to go, you know, anybody in general. But I think it's much harder. I think if you really learn how to have that human touch, I think it it does make it all that easier. And it is something hard to learn if you really, if it doesn't come natural to you, I think. But if people just don't want to do it, they don't really want to try to get into understanding humans and what makes other people tick and how they can compromise because it's too hard, they don't want to, they're too stubborn, they I think think they're right, like people are wrong, they have other things that have gone on in the past and they don't want to deal with it. But the problem is, is it's not helping you move forward because, like I said, all that's standing in your way is human beings. And if you can connect with human beings, whoever it may be, uh, and if you really can get them to feel like you're empathetic with them, you're understanding them, you're compassionate, you're um, friendly, you're understanding, you're smart, all these things, if you can do that you can convince this human being of that and it's like genuine or at least appears to be genuine, um, people will go with you and they'll buy into what you want to do and you'll get, they'll give you a green light.
0: Yeah, you can show them that you're the right person to help them yeah. and that you 100% can do what you yeah. say you can do.
1: You got to get, get the buy-in.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: You know what I mean? What do you think,
0: yeah.
2: John, the buy-in? Well, I definitely think that you have the stuff You know, I think you got the right stuff and I think you're definitely onto something that is an untapped resource um, that hasn't really
1: inspired us in this conversation. That
2: hasn't really been helped the way that it can be helped. And I think it's awesome what you're doing. And I think that you're really going to be able to make a really good impact in that particular industry where it needed something like this. Yeah, definitely.
1: Definitely unusual in that, you know, in that particular profession.
2: Well, I think that there's, you know, our, our business coach does also help um some attorneys also too but there is a different perspective if me and Jeff were coaches if we're coaching landscapers right because we're landscapers
1: right yeah you know what i mean but what about if she could, could, would you ever consider expanding it to something similar to, a, to an attorney or similar to that profession
0: yeah i mean that that for sure and mm-hmm. i've also worked with other business owners it's you know strategy is really my jam Uh, And I understand also what it's like to be in a position where you feel lost and where, you know, for the longest time, like I wish that I could do what I'm doing. Um, I just wasn't empowered, but, you know, I was working with attorneys and somebody just was like, have you considered being a coach? And I was like, I never thought that that was something that I could do. Um, So yeah, hundred percent, but attorneys are my target market because it's just, I know I know the intimate struggles of what it's like, um, what they go through, and yeah, sure. there are just so many attorneys out in this world, and it's like endless. We, we also deserve to be happy, and sure. it would be amazing if I like the door- impact
2: strategy of of directly helping a specific market of people that is not
1: particularly pursued to be helped. Yeah, you know what I mean. I like how the exactly. the <laughs> Like, there's like a million, I mean, there's gazillions of attorneys and every year they're cranking out more of them.
0: Yeah. And it's just like, it would be beautiful. <laughs>
1: if all these law schools giving diplomas, no,
0: it's true. It's true. And collecting and cha and cha and cha-ching, but it would be really nice if, you know, there's no longer like, there's always going to be sharks in the water. Right. Yeah. But if we as attorneys can get a better reputation, because you know, like, we're helping people in the toughest of times. And a lot of the time we're not getting people like at their best uh, and we're really able to help them. And if you're really working in your zone of genius, you're able to make a great impact on those that you help.
2: Well, I definitely think that you're going to be able to do that. I think you just by being on the podcast today, I think has really kind of shown that, you know, just in general, I think that just people in general or want to be good is kind of what yeah. I, I'm at least getting from this, and it just I think it's great that there's people out there that are particularly taking their skills and they're using them in other different ways to really be able to figure out you know how they can create the most amount of value and impact for themselves, but also other people too. For sure. So I would love if you could tell everyone where they could find you at if they're an attorney or if there's somebody else that's looking for personal development experience that you can help guide them on their journey as well. Uh, if you could please let everyone know.
0: Sure. So, Facebook, Instagram, and um, YouTube, you can find me at The Inspired Attorney, Sharon V, V E on LinkedIn, and always on the beautiful worldwide web, TheinspiredAttorney.com. And I'd love to speak with you guys. And I just to add, I release weekly inspired insights, so little nuggets of wisdom every week to inspire you and Send some light your way and hopefully uh, engage more conversation and learning. And yeah, so That's come amazing. find me.
2: Excited to see how far your impact reaches.
0: Yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. This has Thanks been so awesome. much for you. Being Thanks
2: so much us. for joining us on the Cultivating Success Podcast. This was so much fun. Look forward to talking to you again soon.
0: Same.
1: This has been the Cultivating Success Podcast with Jeff Sofer and Jonathan Wolfson. To learn more about Jeff and Jonathan and their businesses, visit www.naturesexperts.com.